Welcome back for season three of the PDX Pet Connection podcast. I wanted to start off by saying thank you for being patient with me during our delay of season three launch. Losing my co-host Lucas has been very difficult, but he would want the show he inspired to keep helping other pets and their families. On today's episode, I have Vesna Ader of The Rough House. Stay tuned to hear about what inspired her to open her multi-service indoor dog park. Welcome to the PDX Pet Connection Podcast. If you are a Portland pet parent, then you have come to the right place. This podcast connects you to Portland-based pet businesses, services, and nonprofits. You get to hear their story and what they're doing in the Portland pet community. If you love this podcast and want to connect to other pet parents in the Portland area, head on over to our Facebook group and join in on the fun. And now, your host, dog photographer, donut connoisseur, whiskey lover, and Sherlock fan, Kim Hoshel. podcast on today's episode i have vesna ader of the rough house welcome vesna thank you so much for having me on kim absolutely so tell us about the rough house so the rough house has been an idea uh, in the making for more than three years now it started uh actually when i was much younger uh single with my dog and i would spend a lot of time at the dog park um, and my dog would have a ton of fun, whether it was raining, whether it was cold, it didn't really matter to her. She was running around having a fun time. For me, though, I was less than thrilled with our Portland weather. Uh, it'd be rainy, it'd be chilly, and in the mornings, I'd wonder, where's the coffee? Um, and then in the evenings, there were lots of times where I would want to meet friends for a drink afterwards, after work, and uh, I, I felt bad because my dog had been home all day and that would mean leaving her home some more. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of how the idea of the rough house came. I, I wanted a place where people can get together, bring their dog, have a good time socializing themselves while their dog is also, also socializing. So kind of an indoor dog park with food and drinks. So that was the idea. Uh, and At the time when I had the idea, I was a physician assistant. So I did that for 17 years. Um, And I think I mostly got burnt out on medicine and I just needed a change. And I decided I wanted to do something that I truly loved, that I was passionate about. And it was definitely dogs. Uh, I've always been an animal person, love dogs. Um, And so I decided I was going to start making this transition. It's taken three years. Uh, Part of it was COVID, of course, that put a a year and a half uh, delay in things. Although uh, I did sign a lease starting January 15th. So I started moving quickly um, as things, as I saw the vaccine coming and I was thinking, okay, things are going to open up again and I think we're ready. so that's kind of how the idea came. I, When I was looking at starting this, I also wanted a place where everybody uh, 
can get all of their dog needs in one spot. So I started looking at daycare, boarding, grooming, training. And in looking at all these services, I started doing a lot of research, going to conferences for all those different specialties. And I actually fell in love with training. I went to uh, a training conference that happened to be here in Portland, Oregon, and loved all the things I learned. I loved the idea of understanding how dogs think, how to communicate with dogs, and um, how to be able to help them lead a better life in the human world, uh, and how to help that connection between us and them. And um, But I still had my bigger goal of the rough house. So I was going along, I was uh, looking for places to lease, Uh, And I actually came very close to signing a lease in February of 2020. It fell through because of some zoning occupancy type issues. And thank goodness, of course, it didn't work out. (laughs) Um, So then I thought, what am I going to do? As COVID started, as it seemed like it was going to be a long-term situation, I decided I was going to go to school and become a dog trainer. So I found Catch Academy and I started going. And because um, I had already actually uh, retired as a PA, a physician assistant, I had the time to devote to going to school and training. And I loved it. I loved every step of it. I finished and I graduated in uh, the fall of 2020. And Funny enough, people started sending their dogs to me. Neighbors that heard I was doing this uh, got those COVID puppies and they said, hey, can you train my puppy? And before I had finished uh, school, I would say, well, I, I don't know. I'm I'm still in school. And they all said, you know what? You know more than I do. Here's my puppy. So mm-hmm. next thing you know, I have all these puppies that I've been training. I uh, held uh, puppy classes in my backyard last summer and this summer. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's been great. I've gotten a lot of experience working with dogs. And, um, as I said, uh, as winter was going by, I was thinking maybe COVID was going to end and I was ready to start looking for, uh, a property to lease. And I found an awesome spot. We leased it, uh, and are looking to open in the next month or two. Oh, that's exciting. So um, what kind of services are you going to offer at Rough House? So half of the building is going to be the indoor dog park with food and drinks. We have a little cafe that's going to have coffee, uh, pastries, sandwiches, beer and wine. And uh, there's going to be a bar around the edge of that room. And then the middle of the room is going to be open for the dogs to play. The other side is going to be our doggy daycare. We have an enrichment doggy daycare, which means that we have much smaller groups uh, of dogs and we spend a lot of time working on um, different cues. We teach them a trick every month. We teach a new trick. Uh, They do some agility work with us and rest. Uh, What some research has shown is in traditional daycare, for some dogs, it's too much for them, too stimulating, and it's actually more stressful than fun. So we do a lot of rest time as well. 
oh, that's amazing to be able to, you know, that they're getting that mental interaction and not just the physical interaction that you get in normal daycare. Definitely. And we believe in the, in the mental stimulation as well. And that's where working on different cues, group sits, downs, and then so far we've done spin and shake. So that's been fun. Just And the dogs that already know it, we advance them to shake with both paws to then do a high five. So uh, we always find ways to advance their skills of wherever they are. Oh, that's so fun. I love it. So are you going to have, and you're going to have a groomer there too, aren't you? Yes, we're actually training a groomer. So we will start off with some just bath and brush dogs at the beginning. And we're hoping to have that uh, ready and going uh, probably late fall or early winter. Um, And then eventually we'll get them up and running where they can do all the dogs. Uh, We will also have very limited boarding. And finally, training. We'll be working with a few other trainers, offering some fun classes. Uh, Loose leash walking is in the works and may actually be going uh, in about a month or so. Uh, Puppy classes. A lot of the buildings around us have uh, new puppy owners and they're ready for some classes. So we'll be teaching some puppy classes as well. Oh, that's great. And, and I'm sure you're going to work on basic obedience and advanced yes. obedience. Yes, definitely. Those are, we'll cover those and obviously much more as well. And I do have to ask, you know, I'm a, I'm a member of catch as well, but I do want to talk a little bit about your training philosophy um, for dogs. Definitely. So we are positive reinforcement uh, trainers we don't use aversive methods. So um, unfortunately, I do know that some uh, daycares actually use things such as bark collars, and um, we don't use any of that in our facility. We're a force-free facility. We always want to um, have dogs be happy. We don't want to scare them. Uh, And so those are that's our philosophy at the rough house. And my philosophy as a trainer is definitely that positive reinforcement maintains that relationship you have with your, your dog. Um, it's I'm finding training is a lot like being a parent for any parents out there. Uh, we used to, as parents, there was a lot of, we would hit the children and yell at the children And that was kind of normal parenting. And we've realized now that having that relationship with a child or your dog, really, uh, then they, the child or the dog, is much more likely to want to do what you ask them to do. Mm -hmm. So it maintains that wonderful relationship. And uh, so, yes, I've definitely seen how how those two... um, mirror each other. The way we used to parent and the way we used to uh, deal with our dogs has all shifted to a much more positive, uh, force-free way of doing things. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't want a dog doing things out of fear because that can sometimes turn on you and then that turns into aggression and that's not a good thing. That's exactly right. So you force them and then they may do it, but in the end, you may end up causing more problems than you fix. You end up with a dog that has uh, fear or fear aggression 
Um, and so then you're dealing with a whole nother uh, behavioral problem that's much harder to deal with. Yeah. And you, and you do, as a, as a pet parent, when you're dropping your dog off, you want to feel good about where they're going and how they're being treated and that you're reinforcing in a positive manner so that the dog, it wants to go there and has, you know, because for a lot of people, they need that daycare because they're, they don't want their dog being at home and alone. So to know that it's going to be a positive environment is much more reassuring. Definitely. Yes. They will have a good time. Uh, my neighbor's puppy started running away from home to run to my uh, driveway. <laughs> So they always knew if they couldn't find their dog, it would be in my driveway. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, goodness. So now, are there any requirements for a dog to attend the rough house? We do require vaccinations. Um, they're all the typical vaccinations, the DA2PP, also called the DHPD, and rabies and bordetella. So bordetella prevents them from getting um, canine cough. Uh, so uh, dogs have to be vaccinated. Uh, they also have to be uh, non-aggressive. So unfortunately we can't take dogs that are dog aggressive or human aggressive, both in the dog park and the daycare. We need dogs that can get along with other dogs. There are some dogs that can be a little shy, but as long as they haven't had any bite history, uh, we can try to work with them. Those dogs tend to do better in smaller environments. Um, and we always want to make sure that the dogs are having fun. So in daycare, we will be watching for any stress signals. If they are stressed, we'll talk to you about that. And we will continue to work with them and try to make it a good environment. But sometimes for some dogs, daycare is just not the right fit. They would do much better with um, a dog walker or a dog sitter coming to the house. So, and we like, again, to be very transparent with pet parents and tell them exactly how their dog is doing. We want dogs to be happy when they're with us, not stressed. Okay. Um, and we'll give options if, if we're finding that they're not, it, it's not working for them. And that's always a hard conversation because they aren't bad dogs. A lot of right. these are wonderful dogs. They it, just a room full of other dogs isn't their their deal. Yeah. Um, and same with the dog park. Uh, at the dog park, people that come to the dog park, we are very much into education. So we'll be talking a lot about what signals to watch, what signs to watch in your dog to see are they stressed or are they having a good time at the dog park. Uh, and what appropriate behavior at a dog park looks like, because we want it to be a safe place. Sometimes dog parks that are unregulated uh, can be unsafe, and we don't know if dogs are vaccinated. And and if there is a, a dog who's acting inappropriately, sometimes it's hard to approach another owner and talk to them about that. Yep. And that's what we'll be there for. We will be there to mediate those issues. If there's a dog that's having trouble, we will approach the owner and have an educational conversation. It's all about education and helping pet parents understand uh, behaviors and what's appropriate and what's not. That's amazing. Cause I do, cause we used to go to dog parks and then Lucas got attacked 
and the owner when that you know when we finally got the dogs apart which i had to do cuz his the other dog's owner did nothing and then you know we were at the far end of the park and he he let his dog go again and the dog went right after lucas again it's like what what about put your dog on a leash and leave <laughs> don't you understand he got mad that i was yelling at him i was like you you're big dog is attacking my little corgi. So yes, I'm going to be mad at you and you need to leave. But yeah, it was like this weird conversation. Cause you know, obviously I'm just another dog parent, but to, to know that you're going to be there to watch over the dogs, to make sure that the parents are understanding what to be looking for. And it's not a typical dog park situation where they're on their phone, kind of hanging out and not looking for what's going on. And that's when things happen. So I, I love hearing that you're going to be educating and watching. Yes, definitely. We will have a monthly new member party uh, where everybody's welcome. So uh, we will then talk a lot about proper um, behaviors we want to see and proper how to make a, a safe, fun dog park for everybody. So um, yeah, education is a big thing for us. That's awesome. So now I know you're still in the process and you're almost open, but what have some of the challenges been getting all of this started? Uh, so the biggest challenge has been getting our permits. That took uh, four and a half, almost five months to get permits, which was very surprising. I thought maybe a couple of months. So that's been our biggest hurdle. We finally have all of our permits and now we're doing build out. And uh, it's another thing where I've, I've been overly optimistic with all of these steps. I keep thinking things are going to be done much faster than they are. Uh, and as anyone that's had any construction or remodel of their house knows, things don't always go uh, according to plan with that. So that has also been a, a bit slower than I expected, but walls are up, which is awesome. Uh, plumbing is all installed. Elec uh, the electrical work is done. So we're getting very close. I'm hoping in the next month um, we will be open. It will be a soft opening for the first few weeks. What, another fun, I've, I've learned so much through all of this. One of the things I learned is that uh, we will be putting epoxy down on our concrete floors. And uh, what we learned from the epoxy company is that new concrete, which we'll, we will have to pour because of some of the concrete cutting we had to do for drains and such, um, new concrete needs to cure for at least 28 days before they'll do the epoxy. So <laughs> uh, we're not gonna sit around and wait for a month while the concrete cures. We will have our soft opening where we're gonna have not the ideal flooring, but everything else will be up and running. Uh, we'll be kind of getting things figured out. And then once the epoxy is down, which is mid-September, we will be ready for our grand, everything's done opening uh, in mid-September. How exciting. Yes, I cannot wait. It's going to be such a fun place. And the other big thing we're going to have are um, events. Those are, I, I love throwing parties. And so I'm excited to start throwing parties at the Rough House. Uh, we will have dog yoga. Uh, I'd like to find someone 
to help us do uh, dog painting where we'll have an artist come in and help us all paint our dogs. Um, so all kinds of fun events, singles night, lone wolf. Nice. Uh, and yeah, so I want to also run a CPR class, a dog, a pet CPR class. So we all learn how uh, to be prepared in an emergency. So yes, please watch for lots of fun events coming up. That sounds awesome. <laughs> so now where are you going to be located? We are located uh, right near PSU off of 405 on Lincoln and 4th, Southwest Lincoln, Southwest 4th. We're right there in a building. It's a standalone building. I'm going to definitely going to have to go drive by there and check out the uh, build out so far. Please do. <laughs> so um, do you have any pets currently? I do. I have a dog named Rosie. She has been with us for about four years. Uh, she was a second chance at, from the Oregon Humane Society. Very sweet dog. Uh, she's a bigger dog than we had planned on getting. But when I met her, I just knew she was just such a sweetheart very loving. I try not to get too jealous when my husband and her make out, but <laughs> we have the same problem at our house. My husband's like, how come you get all the kisses? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Dog just likes my breath or something. I don't know. what. It is. <laughs> so before we go, is there anything else that you want the listeners to know? Please come visit us. Uh, I'm so excited about this and I think you guys will have a great time. I'm really looking to build a community of dog lovers. Um, that's what it's all about. Uh, getting together, meeting each other's dogs, having a drink together, having a pastry together and just enjoying time together with both your best, your human best friend and your dog best friend. Absolutely. And we will be sharing all that information on our channels, social, you know, social media, Facebook and Instagram. So be on the lookout for that. We will have the, um, the opening dates for the rough house so that you have all the latest info on, uh, when you can bring your best friend over to have a, uh, a pint and some fun. Thank you so much for having me, Kim. This was great. Thank you. And you have a wonderful day. you love seeing cute photos of pets and connecting with other pet parents and businesses in Portland, let's continue the conversation in our Facebook group. I would love to hear about your pets, answer your questions, and get suggestions for what you want to hear on the podcast. I'll see you in the PDX Pet Connection Facebook group.